1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Jermaine Flood, along with my traveling partner, Kamel King, with Visit Mississippi. Java Chapman is out today. We're your number one on-air source covering the people, places, and events that make our state great. Today, we'll tip our glass at the 7th Annual Wine and Whiskey Festival, benefiting the Pink Ribbon Fund of Hattiesburg, Saturday, February 23rd, with co-founder Emily Bolton. Then we're off to check out what's happening around your neck of the woods before a final stop at the two Mississippi museums in Jackson for this year's MLK Night of Culture with director Michael Morris. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi. Before we hit the road, let me welcome my traveling partner, Kamel King. <laughs> I was like, did somebody leave this? What's going on? I didn't know if it was yours or not. This is like lost and found on air right now for you.
0: <laughs> Let me check. Is there a 10 or
1: 14 no, ghost stamp on it? No, I noticed that there wasn't. Then it's not mine. But there was a K on it. I know. <laughs> it's beautiful, though. It, it was. It was a beautiful piece. It's beautiful. Yeah, it was a beautiful piece. Yeah. Welcome back, man. Yeah. What's going on with you? We in the house. We moving. I we know grew it. it. We are here. Yes. We are really, really here. Yes. How are you? How it's was your awesome. week? Awesome. It's been good. It's been good. It's been really good. Um, you know, more than a week. I feel like I haven't seen you in two.
0: It feels that way. I swear it does. And it hadn't, but it, but it feels that way. It's
1: been so much. I, I had to write a list so that I wouldn't forget. Give it. And so I had to be like, what all did we do in these two weeks? You um, uh, Visit Mississippi had the Impact.
0: Yes. Conference. Shout out to, uh, wait, Rochelle Hicks, not Rochelle.
1: It's Rochelle. Rochelle. <laughs> it's Rochelle. <laughs> Shout
0: out to Rochelle Hicks, our new executive director. Teresa Matthews, the deputy and the whole staff. Uh, that was great. Such a great um, you know, introduction to her new, you know, her new roles, the new introduction mm-hmm. to the new executive team over mm-hmm. at MDA. Bill Cork, P.J. Waldrop was there. Uh, so, yes. Y'all yeah, be
1: talking numbers, man. We ain't talking numbers because it's
0: about the numbers. Y'all yeah, be talking numbers. We're trying to bring them people here <laughs> and spend some money. But more than that, enjoy our state. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That
1: was good stuff. Thank you for stuff. coming. Yeah, it was good stuff Thank you for about coming. It. I was like, oh, they break it all the way down. Day parts and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, family units and all. Yes.
0: Yes. We want them all. Look, we always say, how do you have like 3.75 people? Is that, you know what I'm saying? That's a
1: baby on the way.
0: Uh, Maybe that's it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) was awesome. And then you had your trip. How was everything? Y'all y'all made it there and back safely, right? Hey,
0: that's what matters. And we were there for family. Yep. Good stuff. Yep. So we sent them off. God bless them. Yep. Good
1: stuff. So in addition to what you've done, okay, Tell I me. had a whole list. I got to meet Tabitha Brown. I saw the pictures. Yep. I got to meet Man, Tabitha Brown. how was that? It was awesome. She is okay. such a good spirit. She's smaller than what I thought. She really? just seems like she would be so tall and just like amazonish, yeah. but she was kind of petite. Okay. Um so she's smaller than what I thought. We we talked about my pen that I had of hers, my little afro hair pin. Um and then I told her I couldn't get the matching earrings cuz they had already sold everything out. <laughs> so, but we talked about that and it was good stuff. It was wow. good stuff. Every lady I've ever known in my life was at... Wow. <laughs> this event.
0: It was like that.
1: I mean, from the Tri-County and surrounding, Woo! it was a reunion. Wow. It really was. So well, it was it was a, it was good stuff. It only you
0: know stuff. what? Only women can say that about other women. Like, what if I was <laughs> to meet a guy and be like, yeah, man, he was like way more muscular and like, you know, like he was, he was, his facial hair was like way more together than what I thought it was gonna <laughs> be. You'd be like, it could be. cringe. Or it could be. <laughs>
2: cringe.
1: <laughs> it's not so cringe. It's not so so cringe and then the next day literally i hosted the more awards and got Jermaine, to... Jermaine, you are
0: doing such wonderful things. And
1: got to honor my boss um, with an award. Java. Java. Jarvachin? I got to honor DJ Java with an really? award. Um, and then it was such a blessing because this is the 20th year of me um, donating my kidney to my father.
0: Wow. The 20th
1: anniversary year. My father did pass in 2015, but I was able to tell my story wow. um, that I've always wanted to tell, and I've always wanted to connect with that organization Ever since I had had given daddy my kidney. Um, But I got to tell it from a point of view of not butterflies and roses. Yes. Um, A point of view of unconditional love. Mm. Um, And that was my father's funeral home motto, unconditional love, unconditional care. Mm. But a lot of people have very, you know, stories like, yeah, I I was able to get a kidney from this person and we are now connected. We have family reunions together or that person possibly is no longer living, but their extended family has reached out to the person who received the kidney. And it's just so many beautiful stories. And then you have to think about if you give a kidney or if you give an organ to somebody and you can't determine what it is. Is that they do with it and possibly they may not do exactly what you wanted them sure, to do with it. Sure. So there's going to be those stories where it's still a beautiful story. I still wouldn't do it any other way, but it's not as, 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 pretty and rosy yeah. as, as other stories, but it's a real donation story. And wow. donating is so important. And uh, Maura's motto right now, their, their slogan is, yes, you should. Mm. And yes, you should possibly mm-hmm. go out and think about donation um, or think about putting your name on the list to donate. Because if I can remember back to after I donated to my father, mm. no matter what it was we went through before that or after that, the best part of it was when he woke me up excited about seeing that he could use the bathroom wow
0: now that is
1: so that is I, what, immensely deep whatever happened wow. after or before it didn't compare to that moment yeah
0: yeah So, and i understand it. the undercurrent of what you're saying mm-hmm. because you would want somebody to take that opportunity to the highest degree but we're all human but if you had to say how much and and, and if you want to share how much longer do you think that added on to your father's life versus it if he had not had you oh it
1: would have been extensive now he did not pass because of the kidney issue right Um, so we we could have been still talking about him being here today Mm. Um, it had extended it you know all the way out until I mean whenever it was that he was gonna you know take his last breath naturally wow so yeah so
0: it really uh, the impact is
1: The impact was immense. Wow. I mean for him, he knew he had a second chance at life. You can only I think live on dialysis for so long. Yes. Um and he had went through both hemo and bag dialysis. Wow. And so it was to the point to where it was like, listen, we got to do something. Shout
0: out to you, Jermaine. So, that was, is a real decision? That's was, that's, that's as my said. that's not a notion no, to say, "Oh, here, I'm just going to It's no, not like loaning somebody some money. It's no, laying down giving a piece of yourself."
1: No, and if I could really delve into how much of not a notion that was mm. outside of this show I will do it with you later but yeah wow. it was I mean it was serious I mean it's a serious thing you're giving up a whole piece of yourself wow so
0: yep I forget that about you Jermaine that's why one sip of champagne and you all bouncing off the walls you ain't got speaking you of, ain't got half your kidneys speaking of
1: <laughs> speaking of champagne the first ah. event is my favorite <laughs> <laughs> Let's raise a glass. I know no, that's right. <laughs> and toast to our first stop of the day. It's the seventh annual wine and whiskey festival. Um, we covered it last year. I am going to be in the house nice. this year. Okay. Um, but it's benefiting the Pink Ribbon Fund of Hattiesburg Saturday, February 23rd at Canebrake Country Club and on the line with us to give us all the deets is co-founder um, and festival coordinator Emma Lee Bolton. Emily, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Hi,
3: thank you for having me. Thank you yes. so much
1: for coming on and joining us today and I I will have as much wine and whiskey as I possibly can. <laughs> without <down>. hurting myself. <laughs> without, yeah, don't hurt
2: yourself.
0: <laughs>
1: without hurting myself next Ubering. week, but I am so glad to have you all back on today. How has everything been with you? It's been um great.
3: Thank you so much for having us on the show and Really excited to meet you guys and have you in
1: the house. Yeah, yeah. I am so excited to have you all. Let us know about the Wine and Whiskey Festival, the seventh year you co-founding it. Give us a little bit of the details in that.
3: Um, So I worked at the country club that it's hosted at for about eight and a half years. And one of our local liquor stores, Carl's Wines, approached us and was like, hey, I think we need to do like a wine festival. So at the time, I was the event coordinator for the country club. He and I kind of collaborated, and we started the event in 2017 with only 78 tickets sold. Mm. Um, we partnered with the Pink Ribbon Fund to make the donation, and um, I left the Country Club in 2019, but I actually still stayed with the event. Mm-hmm. Um, and. On the flip side, I am a vendor, so I will have tables there as well. So I still got to be involved, even though I've left the country club. And um, every year it just keeps growing and growing and growing, and we bring more awareness to
1: the pink ribbon. That's awesome. That is awesome. And Mm -hmm. then, look, I want to know, I mean, with the growth of the attendance, how proud are you of this year's event?
3: Um, (laughs) It's hard to say right now because the way the holidays fell this year, it's been so weird. You had Super Bowl. You have valentine's we had fat tuesday we have ash wednesday and so the ticket sales are a little slow right now but i'm hoping in the next seven days um and it's just been a really good experience to know that people are so last minute mm-hmm. um but just looking back in 2017 18 19 we were only donating five thousand dollars to the pink ribbon fund to fast forward to last year where we donated eighteen thousand. Wow. Uh, awesome is 25,000 so we will see if we can get there every year we do more tickets so we're at we we're at 273 last year my goal is 300 this year so um, it's awesome when the numbers just keep going up and the percentages increase year after year that means that the event has more awareness um, and people look forward to it and they plan for it now. That is awesome. What
0: does it take to plan a wine and fis- whiskey uh, festival you like
1: gotta this? you got to get all the wine and whiskey, Camille. <laughs> you just got to It's more it than up. just
0: pulling up to the liquor store, I'm sure.
3: <laughs> so, thankfully, when you work with brokers that deal with spirits and wines, um, we bill back the companies and the companies donate it and they go, oh, sure, you want us to spend $400 on a case of wine to present to 300 people? They're like, absolutely. So Mm -hmm. all the wine and the liquor is donated. Um, The broker brings it in themselves, and then we, you know, coordinate food with the venue. Um, So you have to do that. You have to know a lot of brokers, and so that's why it works to work with a liquor store who has access to all of his sales reps. Um, And then just getting the event out there, I mean, promotion and marketing has been so huge um, putting Facebook ads out there, handing out flyers, just telling people. Um, and then it's also been overwhelming. Like, I've gotten a lot of asks from other vendors to be at the festival. Like, they're like, hey, I'm a leather worker, or like, hey, I have these cups. Can we come? And unfortunately, we have to turn them away because my feeling is that the patron pays to be there and that they don't want to buy anything else. Mm. So, we I've actually had to turn vendors away that aren't in the spirits of the wine realm. So mm-hmm. it's been nice like seeing it and like music is contacting us like, hey, we want to play music at your event. And it's like, sorry, we're already booked. So it's been kind of cool. Like to like kind of have to turn people away a little bit.
1: Right. Right. That's awesome. Well, you know, we've got Christy on the line now, mm-hmm. Emily. Christy, come on through. I want to know um, all about the Pink Ribbon Fund from your point of view.
4: Well, we are a nonprofit organization, the 501c3. All of us are volunteers. There's not one person that gets paid to do this. Um, mm. And we help women and men with breast cancer treatment and any quality of life things that they may need, like prosthetics, bras, um, lymphedema sleeves. Mm-hmm. May the list
1: go on. That's awesome. That is so awesome. So
4: everything 100% goes straight back to the patient.
1: Right, right, right. That is awesome. A great event with a good cause. How has planning this year's event with Emily been for you, Christy? Oh, it's been
4: great. This is my first full year to uh, to plan with her. Um, I've been with the Pink Ribbon Fund for ten years. So I was just a little volunteer that I volunteered at the event, but I've had more hand in to help support her and help her make this event. Bigger and better,
1: right? Right now, Emily. I want to talk all about the different types. How, what can everybody expect? Yes. Because, one, um, I think here in the studio, we've got somebody who will partake in one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> thrice. (laughs) There's only two. (laughs) But talk about the different varieties and what everybody can expect with with the libations, like Kamel likes to say.
3: (laughs) We'll have wine tables. We'll have some um, specific companies come in where they might just do one product. We'll have a lot of whiskey, a lot of bourbon, Um, but Mm. also expanding. We're going to have, like, I heard there's going to be some peanut butter banana whiskey. We're going to have tequila um, so I do encourage our brokers, you know, to think outside the box. You don't have to do just whiskey um, or just wine. So there will still be a little bit of everything for somebody. Um, and also, if I could give any advice, is do not pregame.
1: Oh, yeah, don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is a T-shirt. I swear that is a T-shirt.
1: For this festival. For this festival.
0: <laughs> that is great. Oh, <laughs> I'm there now.
1: Yeah, he's there. (laughs) Look, look, and listen, speaking of being there, so you know, um, Shannon Sharp, former (laughs) NFL player, has his club Shea. um, But on club Shea, Shannon has his own uh, bourbon or whiskey, I think it is. You don't happen to have any of that out there, do you, Emily? (laughs) Has any what? Any of Shannon Sharp's whiskey out there. (laughs)
3: I don't know. We, we, we actually don't know what will be poured there, so it's very possible. Okay.
1: That's some small batch
3: stuff
0: right It is. Right there. <laughs> it
1: is. I looked at the price. It's got to be a small, yeah, small batch. batch.
2: <laughs> Look here.
0: here's a good question. What kind of food will be there, too? Because you may need a couple crackers or something like that, you know, along the way.
1: How are we going to uh, – okay, go ahead.
3: <laughs> we have um, – well, they've had in store for us a Grand Fruit Cheese and Meat Display, we're going to have some catfish sliders, some mm. peppers,
0: something like that. Yeah, I'd be good with catfish sliders and, and that's it. For and then, dad. yeah, yeah and just, then just You're just going to keep seeing my face on the line. <laughs> <laughs> that
4: that is... macaroni and cheese is heaven, by the way. Yeah, oh, wow.
1: I know it is. And it'll help offset some of those things. But yeah, it's going to be awesome. I love this. Talk about, though, the community impact for Hattiesburg when you all have this event each year.
3: Uh, Christy, I think you can maybe touch on that a little bit.
4: Um, the community part of this, it really helps bring awareness to the organization. Um, we'll have volunteers there that will help give information out and actually we will have applications ready. So if someone does come in, they, you just never know. I think everyone, breast cancer touches a little bit of all of us. And so that way the community is more aware of the assistance that we provide and it also opens the door for maybe more sponsors and more donations throughout the year because we definitely need more donations each year to keep this organization going. Yes.
0: And got to say thank you for what you're doing for uh, the Pink Ribbon Fund. My mother is a a breast cancer survivor, and she is stronger and more beautiful than ever. Uh, But unfortunately, uh, we did lose her three sisters uh, back to back Mm -hmm. to back to breast cancer. Mm -hmm. So it has truly uh, affected our family in more ways than you can imagine. So any organization that is after stamping that out, I am all for. So thank you guys for everything that you do
4: thank you thank you and we're trying to really focus a lot this year on early detection because early detection will save your life you yes. know? and and so that's what we're going to be more geared toward this year and the years coming we're just kind of changing the focus when we're out in the public like street fairs and things like that mm-hmm. more education on how to detect breast cancer by doing your self-examinations and
0: things like that yeah, yeah you can't be it's a scary thing but you can't be scared of it and that's mm-hmm. what saved my mother's absolutely. life mm-hmm. she was very vigilant proactive and, exactly mm-hmm. right she she followed mm-hmm. all the doctor's orders and everything post yeah. operation post this and that and that's she's held i mean for, of course all glory due to god but she followed the regimen mm-hmm. and the early detection yeah, and that's absolutely. why she is still
4: here Oh,
1: That's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. That is so awesome. I want to discuss the educational component of the festival. There is some education here inside of wine and whiskey. Um, Talk about the learning experience that everybody's going to be able to enjoy if they come out to this event.
3: Um. Well, they'll enjoy figuring out something new, maybe that they haven't tried before. Like, oh, I always drink red wine. Maybe they try a white wine. Um, We get to debunk the myth that not all bourbons are made in Kentucky. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. It's really cool to see how much people don't know about tequila or about bourbon. Um, I know people don't really know what they like. So when I've done a lot of these events and they come up and they go, What's the best one you got here? They don't even care. They don't even ask these crazy questions. I, I get so intimidated that people are going to ask me, like, what floor is the barrel, like, aged on? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't they, matter, does it?
0: It doesn't matter,
3: dude. <laughs> What's the sweetest? What's the best? What's your favorite? So everybody's really laid back. And, um. It's just a really great night to, like, spend with friends and hang out and have drinks. And, you know, maybe they walk out, you know, trying a new product. And then they go to Carl's and they go to, you know, Lincoln Road Package Store. They go to Fine Wine and Liquor Loft, our sponsors. And they've now purchased that product and they've become a new customer for a brand.
2: Right.
0: Yeah, see, my questions are not usually what's the best one or what's the most expensive. Mine is usually what's the house brand. (laughs) He's being humble what, right what now is, everybody. What is what is on special He's right now? He's being
1: humble. <laughs> He's being so humble. <laughs> is that from
0: Canada or Kentucky cuz I just you know. <laughs>
1: He's being so humble right now. That is awesome though. I want everybody to know where they can get more information, how they can get into this festival this mm-hmm. year.
3: So we are going to have tickets open all the way through uh, 12 o'clock, the day of the event, on 224. Those will be $85. Everything is purchased through Eventbrite. After 12 p.m., they can come to the door where the ticket will be $95. Mm. If you just go to Google and type in 7th Annual Wine and Whiskey, it automatically pops up. We have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, and a Facebook event as well.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. And if anybody wanted to know more about Pink Ribbon Fund, is there anywhere or anybody they could call for information?
4: Absolutely. We have a Facebook page um, that we keep um, up with. It is the Pink Ribbon Fund of Hattiesburg. And also we have a website, the org.
0: That's awesome. That's and remember awesome. what you said. Don't pregame.
1: Do not. Do not. <laughs> that pre-game. is r- n- rule number one. Number uno. No, no. no, no. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> well, whether you're a diehard lover of wine or a first time participant, the Wine and Whiskey Festival this year will have something for everyone. And I want to thank Emily and Christy so much for joining us today. Thank, thank you, you both. Thank you. Thank you so much. And see y'all next Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Bang yourself, Jermaine. I'll try. All right, now. Welcome back (laughs) to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jermaine Flood in with my favorite traveling partner. You I ain't going to tell Java, but it's Kamel King. Ah. He kind (laughs) of (laughs) knows.
0: Look, he holds the the signature to your paycheck. He kind of knows.
1: (laughs) He knows you're you're number one in my travel. Traveling partner. Boom. Book.
2: We in the house. You're
1: number one. All right. So here's what's happening around your neck of the woods. Listen, I've got a giveaway. I'm feeling real generous today, everybody. Wow. You give some good stuff, too. Give I this, give kidneys. Give, you give the
0: Kidneys. <laughs> kidneys. You should sure do. I'm
1: giving kidneys, Chick Fil A, and gifts.
0: I was just about to say that. <laughs> Wonderful gifts, delicious, delectable Chick Fil A, and you you can't give away another kidney. No, give can't away I? this pendant right here. That
1: one with the K, the K, on, K on it. it. <laughs> I will. Because. I found it somewhere. I don't know where I found it, but I was give that worried. away. Yeah. Oh, oh! oh I about, dropped it. Y'all heard it. <laughs> Listen, I want to give away Celtic Woman tickets. It's the Celtic Woman. And I want to stop right there, right? Because I want to thank Liz for giving me the correct pronunciation Mm. of this word. Okay. Because it's spelt like Celtic.
0: You didn't say Celtic, did you?
1: I said Celtic.
0: But did you say
1: Celtic? When she heard me say it, she said Celtic, not like the basketball team. (laughs) Oh, thank you you are That would have been a
0: major flub. Thank right you Liz. <laughs> not the Boston Celtics.
1: No, it's not the Boston Celtics. <laughs> it's Celtic God, no. <laughs> so, it's, I mean it is a whole race of people you know <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't, do not know what get what that I'm wrong um, but this is going to be our ticket giveaway during this what's happening segment I'm going to give away two pairs of tickets to the 20th anniversary tour of Celtic woman at Thiamara Hall that'll be happening next Friday at 8pm at Thiamara Hall again this is a big show If you've ever watched, I think MPB, I think we've got it possibly um, a couple of um, old old performances on our MPB Passport. But this is a big show. It's Celtic Woman um, and they are an accomplished recording ensemble. Um, It is a fresh fusion of traditional Irish music. It's kind of like a river dance feel. Mm. I don't know if you've ever seen Riverdance. Of traditional Irish music and contemporary song craft celebrating Ireland's history while reflecting the vibrant spirit of modern Ireland. And these women they be singing. Wow, and they've been dancing
0: dancing, and
1: they have uh, costume changes and there is a lot but they have sold over 10 million CDs and DVDs making it the only all female act to achieve multi platinum success and classical crossover and world music genres during the past decade. They are Billboard's number one world music artist of the year six times Um, and they have just been literally traveling around the world 23 countries on six continents.
0: them 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 Celtic women.
1: Yes, yes. Celtic, wow. Celtic. Um, I know. I, <laughs> I know. Yeah <Yurt>. right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> but they
1: have also performed for three U.S. presidents and appeared twice wow. at the White House. They've done the 2009 National Christmas Tree Lighting, um, Dancing with the Stars they performed on there. And they were on everybody's mother's and grandmother's favorite show, The Bold and the Beautiful. Um, so I'm literally going to be giving away two orchest- two sets of orchestra tickets right now to, the again, the 20th Anniversary Celtic Woman Tour at at Thiamar Hall next Friday at 8 p.m. And all you have to do... Is give us a call. I've got somebody on the phones. That is 877 MPB Ring. That's 1 877 672 7464.
0: Now, understand with those orchestra tickets, you will have to play in the orchestra. So no. that means when you get there, you're going to have to play something. So you whether it's the symbol or something, so it's a working event. Okay? <laughs> so understand that for your call.
1: I see two calls already. Will, you already know what that is those are my two winners Um, so just hold on the line he's going to get your information and then you both will be going to well all of y'all it'll be four of y'all at least y'all won't know each other Uh, (laughs) but you'll be going to see Celtic Woman 20th anniversary tour at Thayamara Hall the first two calls that he answers are our winners so congratulations to the phone lines blowing up for these Celtic Woman tickets Um, and I am glad to send you all there okay Here's what else is happening around your neck of the woods. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, let's pause real quick. I want to talk about Super Bowl. Did you see it? Yes. Did you see Jackson State? Yes. Wasn't that just chilling? I had yes. goosebumps. Yes. I had to watch it again without watching Usher just yes. to see everything. Usher. Usher. I mean, you know, he yeah. murdered it, but. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that great? Man. And I know you don't watch football, but were you there for the concert is oh, the question? Oh, I,
0: I watched the entire Super Bowl. Did you? Okay. Oh, man, that, that was a great game. It was. Great halftime. And I was so proud of the boom.
1: It was a good game. Yes. It was a really good game. That was a game. really
0: good game. That was a fight right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't be telling everybody I don't watch football. Like you, that. Said you, co- it. You, you said You said it. You're my, compromising my, my manhood yeah. authority out you here. Let it. me tell people that one-on-one. <laughs> just... OK, <laughs> you be telling folks too much. You stuff.
1: said it on air one day. I'm just I
0: was... need to spin it into a joke. They don't need to know uh, that as general information.
1: He be watching football all the time y'all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't invite me to no football uh, parties because I'm just going to be eating.
1: No, he, he's going
0: to be watching the game. Yeah. I mean, I, ain't gonna, you gonna, I don't know any stats. What college anybody came from. Don't well, ask me that. Don't care. Do you know what down they're on?
1: Yes. yes. Okay. I know the, the we, we game. Live. That's You do watch it. Man. Yeah, I watch it. You watch it. Yeah. You're just not like you have a favorite team.
0: <laughs> the Cowboys.
1: Why? Because everybody says that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. Let's move on from here. (laughs) Everybody says the Cowboys. Um, Okay, Wednesday, the 21st of February, there will be a open to the public gospel screening at New Horizon Church. Gospel is the new um, program hosted by Henry Louis Gates Jr. Um, And then MPB has partnered with the two Mississippi churches, New Horizon Church International in Jackson and New Hope, the Vision Center in Natchez, to host these public screenings Um, again the Jackson screening is going to be February 21st at 6pm at New Horizon Church if you want some more information about registering for this you can go to mpbonline.org also um if you want to get into it i think there's a sign up there but again this explores the rich history of black spirituality through sermon and song from executive producer host and writer Henry Louis Gates Jr. That's so great. it's awesome it's awesome we've got a um we've got a accompanying p uh podcast that we've got out for this as well so everybody enjoy that mm-hmm. Henry Louis Gates he's always doing something really, really good. Somebody
5: say something about Jack State. Oh, huh? Lord. Huh? Well, it was that was a long time ago. That
1: was
0: a long time ago, sir. I'm just sir.
1: surprised he was listening. How do you hear it?
0: First, look...
1: <laughs>
5: Coming as, back as, in. As, as director, I said, I, have to my ear. I
1: said he was out for the day, and then he comes in talking about, did somebody yeah. say the he loves? Coming back in
0: all debonair. <laughs> he
1: is debonair.
0: <laughs> Look, we're going, you know what? You did. are a director now, sir, and, and you looking clean and fresh <laughs> and debonair today. We're going to lose the, the backpack, and it's time for snake skin uh, uh, briefcases now, okay? No, he got to be DJ Java. I'm on. bringing him a snake skin brief, okay? A faux snake. A
1: faux is going to fall clean apart. (laughs) Faux (laughs) as in
5: F-A-U-X.
1: But yeah, we said something (laughs) about the boom. We said something. I like the boom.
5: It's like my, my, ra- my radar just go up when I, I, when I feel it I in the air. I can't even
1: believe he felt it. I don't even know where he heard it. I don't either. He must have knew I was going to say something about Jackson State today. Uh, no!
0: know. <laughs> how did you feel, Java, about seeing the boom
5: on the Super Bowl? He like, cried. How did, did, he you cried. Cry? did you well, cry? I didn't actually cry, <laughs> per se. <laughs> But you know, it's a sense of pride, man. It's, it's the I love all day, every day. But the boom has been everywhere. I don't know if y'all know he. They were at the the Drake tour um, yeah. in Tampa, Florida. Yes. They also came out with Miss Tabitha Brown. Shout
1: out to Cortez Bryant, yes, who who finagles these things. I mean, he, JSU JSU alum. He puts it together yeah. and the next thing you know up, he didn't even tell anybody and you look up and it says Cortez Bryant somewhere yep. right around it.
5: We should do like a degrees of separation from Jackson State. You probably only one or two degrees. Good Morning America or well, GMA3 mm-hmm. has um a host which is an alum of Jackson State University. So okay. you're always around Jackson State, and you yeah. may not even know it.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what's his name? What's his name? DeMar- Is it Demarcus? That's right. That's right, Demarcus. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I mentioned your school today. I mentioned, ah. I mentioned your school today. Java, <laughs> his tiger senses were tingling. They were, right. thanks, Charles. <laughs> they were. And finally, what's happening around your neck of the woods? Oh, let me shout out. I'm guessing these are the. These are my, my two people. Is that it, Will? I wish I could talk to Will, too. Are these the two winners at the top, Charles? That they are. That they are. So let me say congratulations to Jeremy in Gulfport and Jackie in Madison. There are winners of the Celtic Woman nice. Anniversary Tickets. Y'all are going to be so styling in orchestra. I am so glad that y'all called and got y'all's tickets. We're all black. And if you
0: don't play an instrument, they will provide a symbol for you.
1: Don't don't y'all feel like that? You
0: just said they're going to be great in the orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> don't be surprised when they have a seat for you.
1: They are going to be good up there, y'all. I hope y'all really do enjoy that. I would. I'm I'm so proud that I'm able to give y'all something today. One another day I'm gonna give away something else as well. I'm writing at the same time and talking at the same time. I am I'm fast. You You are like that? You like that? I do. You like that? I do. Okay, last on our what's happening list <laughs> a nut. <laughs> Jurassic Empire is coming to the Natchez Convention Center February 24th through the 25th. That um, It'll be happening that Saturday, 11 a.m. until 8 p.m. and Sunday, 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. This is the largest, most realistic dinosaur event ever seen at the Natchez Convention Center. This has entertained children and adults across the country. It's got a wide variety of fun and educational activities. You can embark on a prehistoric journey from Jurassic all the way through the Ice Age periods and discover the dinosaurs and mammals that ruled the Earth for more than 200 years ago. Um, you can meet Tracy, a friendly young T-Rex that greets guests and can be found walking around and playing with the kids. There's a fossil dig area where young Pelian, th- oh, ooh, I was, I almost come had on, it. come on, do it. <laughs> Paleontologists can dig uh,
0: up
1: ah! <laughs> can dig up ancient bones <laughs> 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 Experience virtual reality rides designed to stimulate your child's imagination. Y'all, this is good, even though I can't pronounce it. It's Jurassic Empire, February 24th through the 25th at the Natchez Convention Center. Thanks, Kamel. You always know how to, <laughs> how to make a gal, get it together. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jermaine Flood and with my traveling partner, Kamel King. Java Chapman was out today, but guess what? He's back.
0: And did he leave again?
1: Yes. God,
0: Jaffa. That's we what happens when you're the boss. <laughs> you know, ain't no reporting in to people. That's what happens. You know, clocking in and out. That's out the window.
1: Right. That's what happens <laughs> when you're the boss. Um, now, on the line with us, though, to tell us more about this year's MLK Night of Culture at the two Mississippi Museums in Jackson is Museum Director Michael Morris. Michael, welcome to Next Stop, Mississippi. Hey, good morning. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for coming on. And thank you so much for being an awesome director of the two Mississippi Museums.
0: i just got to say, Michael, this is Kamel King. I don't know if you know me or (laughs) over me. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I am so proud of you. Like, Michael started out when these museums, you were there when it opened, right?
5: I was here when it opened in 2017.
0: And look at this, has matriculated through all the different areas, done each different level of excellence, and now is in charge. Man, I am so proud of you, brother. Man, I appreciate that, man.
5: I really do. Yes. Um, it's been a while, man. We need to catch up at some point.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah. indeed. That's awesome. That is awesome. And now that I've come out for a few <gasps> events out there, I love the the two Mississippi museums.
5: I, I'm glad to hear that. It's and my
1: favorite place.
5: <laughs> I am so glad to hear that. And I want your listeners to know that um, they'll have that appreciation if they make their way there as well.
1: Right, right. Let's jump right into it. MLK mm-hmm. Night of Culture this year. It had to be um, rescheduled, right?
5: Yes, usually our MLK Night of Culture is the night of MLK Day, Mm -hmm. which was, I believe, January uh, the 14th this year, January the 16th, or something like that. And I don't know if you remember, but we had a big ice storm uh, uh, that came through. And so we decided to uh, postpone it just out of safety and precaution. Um, And we ended up rescheduling it uh, for this Saturday um, at 6 p.m. And what it involves is um, artists, um, musicians, um, just celebrating and commemorating the life of um, of Martin Luther King um, at the museums mm-hmm. uh, through their uh, art of choice.
1: Right, 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 right. And speaking of art. artists, one of those is hosting it, and it's one of my favorite local absolutely. artists, Fifth Child. Oh, Fifth Child
5: my man. That. Yes, absolutely. We're excited about that. Um, he's excellent yes. um, at being a host of events like this, and so he's really excited about it. Um, One thing I forgot to mention is that this year is actually the 60th anniversary of uh, Mississippi's Freedom Summer. Mm So in 1964, as you both know, thousands Mm -hmm. of students from across the nation came down to assist local leaders with the Civil Rights Movement. Um, It was the summer that Mississippi became ground zero for the Civil Mm -hmm. Rights Movement nation. Um, And unfortunately, um, three civil rights workers were murdered. Um, And so the pieces that you're going to hear on Saturday night are going to be in commemoration of that summer, um, of that moment um, when Mississippi really did step up to the plate in in a national sense.
1: That's right. That's right. And that was such a poignant moment, too. I mean, especially for the state here um, In trying to get our civil rights enacted and reacted, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, like like you were saying, Michael, uh, blacks have been restricted from voting um, at that time um, since the turn of the century due to barriers to voter registration and other laws. And so this was a whole campaign to be able to sign everybody up. Um, to vote. But when, when we're talking about the MLK Night of Culture um, and that being this year's theme, talk about some of the other artists performing original pieces centered around this very theme.
5: Well, we're going to have um, African drumming uh, by a group called um, al Um And then um, we're going to have some spoken word artists. So uh, there's a, a individual by the name of Vortex and JT the Poet. Um, there's a young lady uh, by the name of Brittany Wilson. And let me mention, all of these artists that I'm talking about are local Mississippians. A lot of them from the Jackson area.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: And, um, you know, most of them are under the age of 25. And so I'm excited about that. Right. Um, we're going to have a dance group that's going to perform uh, something. Um, it's called the Mississippi Elite Dance and Cheer. Um, and then we're going to have visual artist Al Thomas, who actually works for the state of Mississippi, um, but it, a lot of folks don't know that he's an artist, and so he's going to be producing some, um, you know, painting, like, in real time. And then also uh, a young lady by the name of Kira Cummings, who's a Calvinist. That's Catholic my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> and, uh, my friend. Kevin Brown. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Wow, Mike, you even sound like a director now, oh, man. Oh, boy. God!
5: <laughs> Do you Don't go to school even, for something like yeah, that? No, like,
0: talk normal. <laughs> you sound like a director now. <laughs> but but uh, seriously, you know, seeing day in and day out from the very beginning, the impact that the two Mississippi museums have, and I mean, they yes. they, they blend together because they have so much of a symbiotic relationship, which is Mississippi. But, Absolutely. You You know, the focal point on them are are definitely different. When you watch people go in and come out, talk about the impact you see it having on children, older people, middle, middle age, the whole nine.
5: Man, I'm glad you asked that question because um, I was just looking out my window and we had about four school buses pulling up uh, to the museums Hmm. of students of all ages um, getting ready to to learn a little bit more about their state. And... um, You know, just uh, yesterday I was just in the lobby talking to some of the students that were coming through. Of course, Black History Month, every teacher wants to bring that class to the Mm -hmm. the museum. And um, I I was just curious. There was a group of fourth graders that came out of the Civil Rights Museum, and I asked, you know, what did you learn today? Mm -hmm. And um, luckily, um, a lot of folks don't know we actually have a Freedom Rider, a Civil Rights veteran on staff, Mm -hmm. Mr. Hezekiah Watkins. And that was the students' answers that left the most impact on them was being able to talk to um, somebody that was the youngest freedom rider um, that was arrested at the age of 13, Mm -hmm. talk about his journey through life and how, now he gets to tell his story to students and people from around the world at the museums every day. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. That's awesome. What mm-hmm. about the national impact that the museum has? I mean, mm-hmm. nationally, we are on the map because yeah. of two Mississippi museums. Yes.
5: yes. Absolutely. Just last Tuesday, just this past Tuesday, we had um, Joy Reed mm-hmm. uh, who's a host and anchor on MSNBC, um, come down and—, and talk about her new book about Megan Merle-Evers, mm. um, how they fell in love on the campus of Alcorn State University. Um, and then, you know, she was in conversation with Dr. Evelyn Lumumba, who's the chair of the English Department at Jackson State. Mm-hmm. But saying all that to say, we had almost 800-plus people in that building. Man.
1: That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. What is so great about, uh, you know, the way Mississippi has – uh, and I don't even want to say begin, because that would be disrespecting a lot of people and a lot of work right. and setting a timeline mm-hmm. to something. Mm-hmm. But just the way uh, Mississippi as a whole has been taking control of the civil rights narrative. Yes. Uh, and, and and not allowing outside states, outside production teams, outside museums yeah. to tell our narrative right. is... is is wonderful. I mean, you've got the museums, uh, you know, you've got other, you've got national sites, uh, you, you now have the Mississippi Freedom Trail, which is now a part of the U.S. Civil Rights Trail. So every marker that goes up automatically is a part of a bigger, uh, marker system. And all of that is taking control of our story, our mm-hmm. na- narrative and telling it correctly and honestly. Awesome. So you guys are doing just a wonderful job, man.
5: I appreciate that. And you're leading me to something that I tell folks all the time, especially my friends and family that live outside of the state. You know, if you truly want to understand America and the United States, you have to come to Mississippi. (laughs) I mean, you know, you have to understand, you know, the path that we took to statehood and what happened here during Reconstruction and the African-Americans that went to World War II and came back and started our civil rights movement. To understand why you know our party system is the way that it is it has evolved today and one of the things I'm most excited about in terms of our museums is teaching our young people um, what it means to be a citizen Mm -hmm. what it means to be a good neighbor what does it mean to love your neighbor um, mm-hmm. those are the kinds of principles that, that we're excited about talking about here at the museum right yeah
1: right yes. that's awesome so awesome now here is the the sprinkle on top for this MLK night of culture celebration This is free and open to the public, is it not, Michael? This is
0: free. You better hope it is because you would have just messed it up if it wasn't. It
1: now is after I said that. Right, Michael? No.
5: It it, it is most definitely free and open to the public. And let me just say this. I should have said this at the beginning. The entire day will be free. Okay. Um, And it's going to be sponsored by FedEx, who have just been wonderful partners with the museums in terms of sponsoring free days. Uh, but that entire day, from 9 to 5.30 p.m., um, visitors can come to the museums at no charge. Right. And then, yes, right. late on that night, the program will be free. But um, the same thing I said about the jewelry program, you want to get there early if you want to get a seat.
1: Right. And I'm seeing that in case auditorium capacity is reached, overflow space will be open, right?
5: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> We're going to stream it into our classroom and community room. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want your audience to know, if you just... Don't feel like coming out that night? You can watch the entire program on the face on the museum's Facebook page. Oh, great! Come on to great. Mississippi Museum. Yes,
1: that's how you do it. That is how you do it. What do y'all have anything coming up in the near future that you wanted to to get out there?
5: Sure. Um, next Wednesday, um, we're gonna have we have a history's lunch program every Wednesday at noon at the museum's entirely free. We provide coffee and cookies. Well, next Wednesday. Um, We're going to have Grace Elizabeth Hale talk about her book, In the Pines, A Lynching, A Lie, and A Reckoning. Mm -hmm. And the reason why that book is so significant is because next week the Mississippi Historical Society is meeting in Oxford, Mississippi, and they're going to announce that she's the winner of the Book of the Year award. Mm. And so we're excited about that particular program. And um, on February the 21st, we're going to have another free day um, in honor of um, Governor William Winter. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's going to be something that we're going to be talking about. And then lastly, on February the 25th, which is a Sunday, um, from 11 to 2 p.m., we're going to have a Black History Month Family Day.
2: Mm -hmm. That's going
5: to consist of a lot of activities, again, free, open to the public. Um, And we're excited about closing out the month of February, Black History Month, with something that will bring folks from across the spectrum in terms of age, Um, and, you know, families together. So we're excited about that.
1: Come on, to Mississippi museums. Well, old machine.
5: Nice. I mean,
1: every (laughs) month y'all got about 10 events on (laughs) slate, and they are good quality events every time. Absolutely,
5: and you can see all of the events that we have going on here at the museums or at the door Wealthy House and Mm -hmm. some of our other sites on the department's website at www.mdah.ms.gov. Okay, and if
1: anybody wanted um, information about Two Mississippi Museums and MLK Night of Culture, where can they go? Is it the same place?
5: They can go to the, um, the, the department website or they can go to Um And then if they just have questions just about the night of and in terms of attendance and et cetera, they can just call the front line at 601-576-6800. I think the weather's going to be nice. Mm-hmm. and So I hope folks are coming out. But you want to check our website and social media just in case.
2: Yeah.
0: And so it, come up nice. And Mike, I'll sure call you about uh, getting on your lunch schedule. I'm sure I Absolutely. have to call. I'm sure I'll have to call your people now. Man, you can know, my
1: cell phone. You know, you know I got He's being humble again. <laughs> Michael, thank you so much for joining us today and letting us know more about. No, thank you again for telling us all about MLK Night of Culture. Well, it's it. That's it, Kamal. It's a three-day weekend we're rolling into.
0: President's Day is Monday,
1: and we've come to the end of another great trip. We want to thank you for riding shotgun, and today's guests, Emily Bolton and Michael Morris, for joining us. Also, Christy with the Pink Ribbon Fund as well. If you'd like to submit an event or find out more information about these and what's happening around your neck of the woods, visit mpbonline.org. Click the Community tab to view Mississippi events or email events at mpbonline.org. Next Stop Mississippi is a production of MPB Think Radio. For Engineer Charles Arnold and Kamel King with Visit Mississippi, I'm Jermaine Flood, producer. Join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another great trip here on Next Stop Mississippi.